into this Heinz. And this is Fluxtapose, episode 253, recorded on March 12, 2019. On the docket today, Super Game Discussion Fun Time. But we're still friends forever. What you playing featuring Samurai Cop and The Dark Tower? Finally, we'll close out the show with Around the Web and that sweet, sweet, awkward finish. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And please enjoy the show. Now get into the time. Welcome to another episode of Flexibos. I am Jason Lacey. I'm joined by Mr. Lucas Rose. Hi. I always wonder how well the listeners can hear your breathings and your gyrations in the beginning of the... <laughs> That's exactly how it always sounds, and you were not exaggerating at all. It just sounds like that. It's crazy. You know, am, I, am, I, am I making too much love to the microphone? Do I need to... No, 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 not at all. It only, it only happens when you're, you're, you're usually like dinking around during the intro and being silly. (laughs) So like the noise is, but nobody knows what you're doing unless they're watching the video. I do that a lot. I wish people could see the glory that was the pre-show because if there's any time and we should have just streamed the pre-show, I'm pretty sure that was it. I I may have dropped a few seconds clip in in there. I I hope you did because... For those that weren't here, we were we were we were rocking. We were doing here at Flexibos, we pride ourselves in our ability to chair dance. That's true. And I will damn well say that was some GD good chair dancing. It's you know. Yeah. Some people lap dance. Some people pole dance. We prefer the language of the chair to all mediums. I mean, we're white males, so the less movement we have to do That's true. the better. I thought about it. I think I sit about ninety cent of ninety percent of the waking day. <laughs> so I mean, we can sell it all from the shoulders up. You know, it's true. It all works. It all works. It's true. It all works. Welcome to Flexbos. This is what the show's about. I'm happy to have you here, dude. Readers in the chat. What's up, my friend? Hope you guys are enjoying your time listening at home, playing along. Get your scratch offs, your forties, and your camels ready because we're gonna have a hell of a time. Camels? Speaking, speaking oh, of hell of a time. Yeah, those camels. <laughs> I'm going to start actual... off right now and say, people, I participated in my first Flux Depose watch along on Sunday night. And you should too. Discord, please. Fluxdepose.com slash Discord. This is probably the most fun I've had watching a film in a long time. Let alone that it's a terrible, it was a horrible movie, but it was so fun to watch. Like, never have I been... <laughs> I was I was borderline in tears crying so hard. So the way we do it, we we try. Well, we won't even get into the the meat and the potatoes of how long it took us to not even synchronize the stream, just get into the correct somewhat position. I won't mention names. A few of us might have been on the wrong version of this movie. Jason. Let's just leave it. I don't know what you're talking. No, I don't. I said no, 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 <laughs> no. But wow. And then we just type in uh, in the ch- the channel and make fun of the movie the whole time, and it was a blast. I mean, we watched Samurai Cop, and it was amazing. We'll touch on that a little bit more in what you're playing, but I encourage you, 
for the next one. You guys aren't going to miss it. We are do we do watch the Riff Tracks live version, so you have their commentary, which is funny. We all make stupid jokes in the Discord. You yeah. know, we're funny. I mean, come on, yeah. who doesn't want to do that? Just go for it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we and we do have a March giveaway that's going on right now, running until the last show of the month, which is the 26th giveaway. I believe closes at around 5 p.m. I want to get you guys entered. We're using Gleam as the trial platform. This might be the first and only time we use Gleam just because I want to see what it was like. Most importantly, I want someone actually listens to the podcast to win. And our chances with that on Gleam are probably going to hit and miss because you just get a wide variety of people who just want some free stuff. But I want to give you guys that listen free stuff. So check out the show notes. It'll have a link. You just got to do a couple things to get you entered. We'll do the drawing, give it away. You, uh, $20 uh, digital currency to the gaming platform of your choice do patreons still get their extra entries for this one that's the that was the problem that's why i'm doing a separate patron only ten dollar giveaway on top of this because there isn't a way they can get their extra entries i I tried to see if there's a way but there wasn't any like legitimate way that we could that we could do it so i felt bad about that so patrons you don't have to enter we're just going to give throw all of your depending on your patron tiers we're just going to throw you all into a hat and we'll randomly draw a winner for ten dollars digital currency for you guys because i felt bad that you don't get your bonus entries so that's how i'm making it up to you this month and then probably after this we'll either go back to either a google form hey do you want to win something you know enter here or we'll think of something else that we'll do write Maybe a five we'll... page dissertation on why we're I, awesome i would like the way that people like to do oh give us a rating on itunes and you get entered those are always fun that's true. Because I haven't had an iTunes rating in a while, so we can get an iTunes review. That's fine. I haven't even thought about iTunes for probably six months at least. Just you know, in general. The, I don't use you know, iTunes. Crazy, I no, I don't either. And it, it's crazy how much of a factor that is in the podcast discoverability market. That's you know, true. they still play it. There's such a huge player in that space. Lucas, what? We're still humble partners. There's a new bundle that came out today. Yeah, that that dropped like it was hot. It's called the Strategy Gaming Bundle. There's strategy games Stratego. in it. Stratego. Yeah. Stratego and Risk. That's it. I don't play strategy games anymore. Deshaun Capri kicked my butt in StarCraft. Well, can't do it. I'm sorry to hear that. But you it. need to get good. He, I, he, he, he's wriggling to rush my ass, and I just I couldn't do it. It's true. Do it. It's true. Um... Stellaris was one of the games I can personally say was pretty good. Offworld Trading Company, that one was pretty awesome as well. The big one probably for most people uh, who may not be super strategy gamers would be Civilization VI, I believe, is the Ooh. one. Uh, and I mean, for fi- and for fifteen dollars, that'll get you Civ Six. I mean, that that alone that is alone is a good price. Probably worth fifteen dollars, right? Yes, yes, exactly. So. I don't, uh, this one's a pretty good one after that weird indie. I think it was like Indies 20 or something. That one sucked. But this one I can actually recommend. I have most of the game, so I probably won't be buying it. Yeah. Because um, I got them in other humble monthlies or bundles. So, uh, but yeah, there's some good stuff there. There hasn't been one that I've been like, usually I, I've been waiting for because I'm, I'm I'm ready for a good humble bundle. And usually it's always like these weird little indie gems. That I feel like that I always yeah. jump on like. But lately, I just haven't. Humble Monthly seems to be really doing great, having some great games in there. But I wonder if that's yeah. where some of the uh, appropriation of funds is going is more towards getting 
the the better games there because yeah there there was a time when you got some really awesome indie darlings so to speak but now it seems like stuff you've never heard of before yeah i i, I hold off on buying things like the messenger and stuff like that because i always wonder Ooh. is it going to be in there <laughs> Not that that would be too hard to. You give just want away to buy the sell. limited edition physical release on on Switch for like eighty dollars instead, right? Yeah. Speaking you know though of physical <laughs> releases, did you see the collector's edition of Hollow Knight that just got shown today? No, that's cool. I don't even know what all that's in it. I just seen the picture, and the picture looks cool of all the stuff because it's Hollow Knight. But it's true, Hollow Knight is cool. Before we move it, on, it, I wanted it to is say cool. <laughs> it is cool because I like it. Uh, Spotify, we're on Spotify now. If oh anybody... yes, thank you. Although yeah. I don't know who we're announced. Well, I guess people on Twitch. If you don't listen to us or want to listen to us on Spotify right. instead, yeah. there you go. Yeah, we are now on Spotify, and uh, Donnie brought it to my attention this morning that because he's been trying out different podcast apps because he's not happy with the most recent update to Pocket Cast. Uh, he's tried uh, Pod using well because Podbean is is a hosting site for podcasts, but they also have yeah. their own app. And if you try to search us on there, search Flexibos or even search our RSS feed, it wouldn't pull up. So I submitted our podcast to Podbean. So now we are accessible on Podbean as well. If you listen to podcasts there, so there, yeah, go. There you go. You, know, you got it. You got the things and all yep. the stuff. You bought so. it. <laughs> I don't even think they run that commercial anymore, but I still, we, we, we still remember it. It's a great, what was it? Pawn stars. Uh, no, it was, um, wasn't pawn stars. It was the auction Kings or whatever it was, but that auction house in Atlanta. Oh yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. You bought it. You yeah. Bought that's it. the, that's the one. Let's, shall we begin? Slide into IRL. Ooh, yeah. three letters that I love to, we like to indoctrinate you with our lives and excitingness and all yeah. the things that we do. It's our it's hear about two middle, slightly almost middle aged white guys with kids that, yeah, don't leave their houses <laughs> except for to go to work. I go to work and groceries. then I come No, it's our version of a of a YouTube vlog. You know, we want you to be jealous of the lives we live. Aren't you jealous? Don't you want to be like me? I have a scratched up door over here. Don't you want that? I don't want that. Good. Because you can't have it. It's mine. You go first. Okay, I go first. You want me to go first? Time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, have I, I can't remember because a lot of like what I say on Discord and what I say on here blurs together. So had I talked about my sleep issues on the podcast? Yes, yes you have. I thought I had. Well, actually... See, I don't I'm remember either. either. But I think I think I've come out the other <laughs> side. Like last night, I slept straight. Well, last night I woke up a little early, but I think that's because you know I had three beers. We what we, we met. Yes. We met PSVG's yes. Justin, and because uh, we all live in the same city, practically. Not you know, it's one thing where you find people that you, you, that you share internet hobbies or internet communities within like the same state. We're like in the same city. Yeah. So I, I, I went out with them a couple times, and uh, we got together. It was my first time. Yeah, him. I got together with him last night. But so because of that, I think I haven't slept bad. But otherwise, you know, I've, I've actually slept through the night. I haven't been waking. I haven't. I haven't been. I've only used that melatonin twice. So I've had it for like a week. So good. I think I'm finally getting through that. Uh, I did have a physical, though, because, you know, I had the sleep issues at work. I sweat profusely for whatever reason. So I, I decided it had been a while. I don't think I've had a physical since I was like 28. So or, it's been at least five, six years. So 
had my first physical in a long time. Testicles grabbed is what you're saying. Well, here's the thing. I did the same thing though. I was like, nobody ever tells you to get a physical. You just are like on your own now. Well, so I I had a because it's all it's all you know female nurses predominantly, and they had first they had a uh, one that was in training that did your initial vitals, you know, your height and weight, which I'm weird. It's weird. They take your BMI and they still, they like weigh you with your shoes and all your clothes on. Cause that's, that's definitely, they clearly yeah. don't put a lot of like worry into that unless no, I guess they I, were concerned. Cause otherwise it's never accurate. Yeah, blood pressure. Right. And then she did the blood pressure, did an initial screening. So then she's like, cause I, I switched doctors. I'm seeing, um, it's actually Jess's female doctor, but they, she also does uh, general family medicine as well. So I was like, oh, sure, that's fine. Because they could have got me in when I decided I needed to have a physical. They could get me in really, literally the next day. I was like, okay. Wow. So I was like, I need to see a doctor that's closer anyway. So it was a female doctor. And then she's like, oh, and she's got, she's got a, by the way, she has a, a college, a student that's observing with her as well. Is that going to be all right? And I was like, okay. So I'm thinking, great. Now I'm going to have two women. It's like that episode exactly. of the Clerks animated show where he goes to the courthouse and it was like now to read off your list of offenses two giggling high school girls (laughs) yeah right but um because like the doctor i used to go to yeah they did the same you know we check for hernia you do the prostate check as well wait whoa 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 you did yeah when i when i had my physicals in the past my my my, the doctor i used to see i always thought it started at 40 well it's not like it's not like a a machine it's like glove up and let's just let's yeah. just check the check the ring out right i always thought it was but uh, i thought it didn't start until you were 40 maybe that's just part of maybe he just liked me then you know okay. <laughs> i what, think, what, I think I, that might be the case <laughs> i have never I been asked to have one of those so well either way or maybe i just so look I had, like a guy who has a good prostate had the exam did all the screening because my concern was you know the sweating the sleep do i have something else going on Everything, all my vitals checked out fine. They don't do a hernia exam anymore, I guess, or at least at least maybe when she she they, you know they lay you down and they feel around on your stomach to check your abdomen that way. Yeah. So at least maybe they're able to test. They can check there. Maybe if your intestine somehow is out of place, I don't oh, know. God. But then Gross. they don't. They used to do like a testicular cancer screening. They yeah. don't do that anymore because they find that it usually most of the time they wouldn't find anything they can have men check at home yeah. and they were like, usually most cases it was preventing men from coming in because they were un- uncomfortable with that. So I had a sigh of relief cause I really wasn't, I wasn't really prepared to, it's like the one time I went to the skin doctor to have like a, a full body exam there to have for, you know, melanoma moles, all that done. And they were, they had like, uh, interns or something there literally there's like five people all looking at my crotch and i'm like this is great what's yeah. weird is the skin doctor wanted to do the um prostate exam <laughs> too, and you're just like what the i just had this that's right so um i had blood tests done on saturday and i the website was down there's an issue with my account i couldn't get any of my results well i finally they finally got it fixed so i was able to get my results today everything came back fine with my blood work so nothing that points to the issues I'm having. I almost 100% convinced though that the sweating is something to do with the new office. It's either the temperature or something with the air quality in there because it doesn't happen at home. It only happens at work. Hmm. So it has to be. At first, I thought it was maybe it was just my work clothes weren't ventilated well, but I, I, I think it, it's got to be something with the air at, at work, the temperature or something, the airflow or 
I don't know what it is because it doesn't happen at home. It doesn't happen on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm not like sweaty on anywhere else, you know, my forehead or I don't feel hot. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's really weird. Really that weird situation. Weird. Yeah. You will. And you think in an office building, usually the air is really dry. So it wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe I just need a fan. I don't know. I do need to eat, eat less, some eat less processed food, more fruits and vegetables and probably exercise. Yeah. But I, they say that to everybody. Everything was in the normal range, but I think in like my whatever type of cholesterol, I was high on the other part. I was like somewhere else. I was like, okay. So I'm healthy, I guess. Yeah. But I, I don't have cancer. So there's that. Ooh, don't say this. I mean, don't say the C word. You'll get it just <laughs> like that, dude. And Last week, we, we teased this story, and we put it out there. People, if someone comes into Discord, and you guys voice your opinion, I'd have to tell it. Well, Sean Capri was the only person that voiced his opinion, so the rest of you can go to hell. But This um, is just for him. <laughs> so I can tell th- that story now, or would you like to do your IL first, and then I can tell Let it. me get mine out of the way, because following hoping, up, yeah, following up with the, your stories, I might as well not even do it at that point my stuff's pretty quick actually so uh it's kind of funny i don't know if you've ever done this before but it kind of speaks to your personality when uh you have a great food shortage and i don't just mean you ran out of groceries and you're waiting until friday the day you normally go get groceries i mean you were supposed to get groceries a week ago and you still haven't gotten them so what happened oh boy that's never happened for you? No, there's no oh, way great. my wife would let that happen. It's good old time. So what happened was I was supposed to go get them like Friday because we knew I wouldn't have time to do it on Saturday or Sunday. And uh, for some reason, I didn't end up doing them or getting going to get them on Friday. I think we got busy and then we were busy throughout the weekend. And then my wife, my wife had uh, parent teacher conferences for two days out of the week. So basically, I never felt like getting them, and it just never really worked out anyway. So we came up with the strategy, which entailed me not having to go get them. (laughs) Because she wasn't going to be home for dinner for two days, is what I'm saying. So we somehow we made it through to the the other side, and that grocery getting trip was freaking horrible but yeah we i was kind of amazed i was kind of proud of us at the end i was just like dang we what did we even eat you know just scrounge around in the pantry and find those everybody always has those cans that yeah nobody say, what's ever in the can back here <laughs> exactly mm, dog food interesting i think i'll have some of that the other thing i was speaking of last weekend i was feeling kind of for some reason uh I just didn't, I wasn't feeling it. You know, I think it's partially because I had been eating, I've been eating like garbage and I haven't been working out and stuff. My blood pressure has been high and my clothes are starting to fit a little bit tighter and tighter, you know? And I'm just like, Oh God, I need to get Uh on top of this, which I I have done. I've I've worked out for two days. So I'm, I'm completely 100% cured now. And I can say that because I've worked (laughs) out for two days. Um, Everything but, just melted right back off. Yeah, exactly. Again. Exactly. Uh, but I, I have that turned around for the most part. But uh, we were supposed to uh, go out for dinner, my wife and I, because my wife, because uh, my uh, my mother-in-law wanted to pick up our son and take him to Chuck E. Cheese and to get shoes. She always buys him shoes for some reason. I don't know why. Shows. But shows. 
But uh, I said, okay, that's fine, whatever. So I knew we were going to go out to dinner, and I was just kind of like trying to not be a bummer. You know what I mean? Not just be oh, You were like in a funk you, you were trying to Yeah, say, oh, Yeah, I didn't want to just constantly mention how I didn't want to go or anything because I knew she was looking forward to it, and I didn't want to bring it all down by just being like, yeah, but I wish we could just stay home. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Normally, when I feel that way, I go out and then I'm just like, oh, I was right. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> uh, not not with date night, just in general, whenever I don't want to go out. Um, but this time, I'm glad I did. So we went and got sushi. And then we just went to Target to uh, pick up some clothes or something. And I don't know. It, it For some reason, going outside, even though I didn't feel like it, I, I was just like, hey, I feel slightly better. Um, Target. Yeah, the old Target. So, and it was the one I used to work at too. And I was, oh gosh, I said, "You're bringing me to the one I used to work at. What if I see somebody I used to work with?" Exactly. They're gonna be like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know who you are. I saw you, but I'm gonna pretend like you don't know who I am." However, my saving grace was that I used to have long hair when I worked there, and I also (laughs) weighed about thirty pounds. Oh yeah, I, I don't think you'd be recognizable then, for sure. Only by my movement speed. Hey, there's that slow ass guy that we were going to fire anyway. Uh, So, yeah, all that to say, it was weird that I was kind of glad that we did end up going out. You're kind of in a funk and you had to just like do something to shake yourself out of it. Yeah, I think it might actually be a little bit of seasonal. I don't want to say depression, but like seasonal downers mood disorder yeah not and it's one of those things where you think that doesn't affect you and then you just have a down day and you're you just think you have a down day but then i thought about it i'm like well there's no reason for me to feel this way so and then i went outside and felt better so what i'm saying is even if it's negative 30 degrees out where you live you need to go outside if you feel sad that's the that's the moral of the story So those are, that's my big, that was my big IRLs. That's why I had to go first before you still, before you drop this bomb, this bombshell. <laughs> it's of, not a bomb. You're just going to say like, Jesus, Jason. So I usually do. Please take it away. <laughs> All right. So this is this weird story of a bad situation. I should never put myself in, but I did anyway. Uh, this took place. Let's see. Uh, about 10 years ago. It was right right at the time when I had met my my wife <laughs> at the time. So 10 years ago, I lived in East Grand Rapids. So you were 24, 25? 25. Okay. In an area we call East Town, right by the, the fabled Yesterdog. It's where all of the um, the people with beards who drink PBR. It, it's, very, it's very hipstery hipster, now. Yeah. yeah. So they I lived there. there and I, had, I rented a house with two crummy roommates and we did not have... Uh, washer dryer so any laundry had to go to a laundromat which was uh it wasn't too far wasn't too far from there but it was always a pain in the ass because you had to i would at this time you know streaming wasn't really streaming wasn't a thing yet so i would bring my laptop with me and i had netflix disc and i'd pop a movie and it's and just watch something while i was there because <laughs> it just sucked it you guys sit there and do all your laundry and yeah. bring quarters and it was just it was terrible well this one time i'm there I'm doing my laundry and this this guy approaches me Uh-oh. and he's locked his keys in his car. Needs a ride. Oof. Oof. And I when I was younger, I was like, even I I don't know if I had I don't know if it was like I couldn't say no 
to people or what it was, or I was just because I was awkward in those type of situations. So I was like, okay, I guess I can do that. So this guy, this stranger danger, first of all. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, pick this guy, get this guy in my car, leave my laundry there, and we have to go. He, Lucas, I'm not going to, I'm not going to reveal too much, but I'm going to tell you, we had to go to the Southeast part of town. Okay. <laughs> if that tells you anything. Yes. That's the very sketchy, not safe area of Grand Rapids. So this guy says he, we got to go to this, this guy's house that he'll have a slim gym that he can borrow and get into his car. Yeah. You know, cause you know, all those people who have slim gyms. <laughs> yeah. And also, he offered, he offered to give me some money for my time to, uh, and let me guess, you were like, no man, you don't have to do that <laughs> to, for helping him out. And as we're going along, I'm like, fuck, this was a really the whole time stupid thinking, no. idea. And I'm thinking I am either a going to get murdered. I am going to have my if car stolen <laughs> or who knows what else. So I have to to make this long story short, short, I drive this guy around, have to stop at an eight. I had, I had this little like, box that i that i held all my quarters in so this guy i don't remember how it went down but essentially i ended up giving that guy like a bunch of those quarters and i had to pull like i pulled like 20 bucks out of the atm oh i had to to give to him too because at this point i was like hey this guy's clearly just taking advantage of me because i was young and stupid but at the same point too i'm just going along with it because you're his hostage now (laughs) yeah i don't want any i don't want a problem you know Especially where, I, and then I remember his where he referred to me when he, when I did drop him off. He was like, he did say to me like, because I I didn't drop him off like in front of the house or right where he's at because he basically said I shouldn't be seen in the neighborhood that we're at at this time of night. Oh, essentially to me. God. So yeah, I got out of that situation as quickly as possible. Got back to do the laundry, and I was like you are fucking stupid because <laughs> luckily I was only out. Actually, I'm, I don't remember. I think I was out, you know, 25 bucks, you know, and my time. I mean, it was great. I killed all the time. My laundry was yeah, done. But I was I wondering, there, you know, I was, I, mean. I was hoping you would say your laundry was all gone yeah. when you left. <laughs> like it all got. So, stolen. but you know, I kind of wonder thinking back on it too. I was like, I wonder what his, you know, his angle was. Cause like, what did he like? Was did he legitimately leave his car? Like lock his keys in there. Or was he just like, well, let me see if I can scam some some guy or take advantage of some people. Maybe he was embarrassed to ask for a ride and just wanted to pretend like he had a car so that you didn't think he was a loser. Ooh, that could be too. I doubt it, though. I, I highly doubt it. I don't know. But I mean, I remember like the whole time I was thinking, what the fuck are you doing? This is a horrible idea. Listen, you know, but at that point you're too late. Yeah. But then it's oh, like, yeah. Why? Why? Why did I say yes in the first place? No, no, no. You know, like I... I think we gave the same person a ride because I, you telling me the story <laughs> reminded me of something that happened when I used to work third shift at, um, at DK security. Uh, so I had a pretty lengthy drive. I had to drive to Rockford to, to go to my job and it was about 15 minutes away. And so when we left, when I left the apartment complex, there was a guy standing in the middle of the road. Now it's 1130 at night. And, um, why do I slow down? 
I don't know. I could have just drove around him, even though he was in the middle of the road. But I yeah, slowed down. In the middle. That's like that's like Resident Evil shit right there. I mean, right. Well, and I thought maybe somebody is in trouble. You you know, because maybe they need a phone. Maybe they just need to call nine one one. I was trying to be nice, as as you know how that feels. So it's some dude, and he he's asking me for a ride, and he's telling me, but I don't really know where where things are at this point in my life in Grand Rapids because we've always lived on the outside. So he told yeah. me where he has to go. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. But I was afraid to say no because it's nighttime. There's nobody on the road. And he's like right up to my car. So what I did was I said, well, I, I'm going into work right now. So I don't think I'm going to be able to give you a ride. And he, and he, was, he says to me, well, are you sure, man? Can't you just can't you just drop me off real quick and then go to work or blah, blah, blah. And he was, he was pushing the the issue. I don't remember exactly how. So I said, well, I'll call my boss thinking he's going to say, cause my boss was Ross. I'm like, he's going to say, hell no, you need to get to work. I'm, I'm here right now. And I want to go home. That was my saving grace. I was hoping he was going to save me. So I call him up and I'm like, Hey man, there's this guy here. He wants me to give him a ride. What do you think? He's like, well, if you really want to give him a ride, go ahead. And I was like, no, <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? I thought you would get my brainwaves and be like, oh, this man needs help. Me. I need help. Not this other guy. So long story short, he gets in my car and I used to just keep soda in the back seat to take with me to work because there was no point in, you know, hauling it upstairs and then bringing it back down. So he's like, hey, man, do you mind if I first of all, he sits behind me for some reason. I don't remember why. Yeah. Super weird. Um. He's like, hey, man, do you mind if I have one of these sodas? No, sure. Go ahead. You know. At this point, what am I going to? Hey, do you smoke? No. Oh, OK, cool. Good for you, man. Because <laughs> he wanted to bum a smoke off me and I don't smoke. So but so he bums a soda off me instead. And I end up driving him all the way down to uh, Diamond. I think it was Diamond and Pearl somewhere around in there. But same. OK. Same area. Southwest Grand Rapids, I think. Um I don't even know how I got there. If I just listened to his directions or if I had a phone that gave me like did map, I almost said map quest, Google maps. So I get there and he, I drop him off and he's like, Oh, you don't have to pull in the parking lot. You can just drop me off on the side of the road. I'm like, I said, I, I was like, okay, g- go just get out of my car at this point. You, you've got my soda get pops. Get out of my sight. That's right. And I peeled out of there and I went, I went to work and I was, I said to my boss, I was, what are you doing? You were supposed to be my, my saving grace. He's like, Oh, I thought you wanted to give him a ride. I thought you were being nice. I don't want to be nice. No, I wanted to come to work. That's like, I, I feel like when I, when I lived at York Creek, the crappy, you know, the crappy apartment complex I lived at, I feel like there was a time where like some guy, like, you know, was randomly buzzed doors and he needed help with something. And I remember I think he just needed a drink or something, but I remember really, like, I think I, I feel, I can't remember, but I feel like he wanted Try to get beer from me too, and I was like, "No, go." Hey Got man, it. can we stop but at the party? So, somewhat related. I remember one time I was home. I was—I don't remember if I was in between roommates, but either way, I was—I was in the apartment by myself at the time. And I think I was—I was on my computer. I was either probably playing World of Warcraft or something. And all of a sudden, I hear like this—this this dude, like it sounds like a large male, like pounding on various doors trying to find somebody. So underneath me, underneath me, there was a guy who went by. The, I th- I'm pretty sure he. Oh, his he went by the name MX was his name. Um, he was a drug dealer. 
he was recently released from prison. Oh, you got <laughs> his whole my, life story. That's because my, my roommate at the time, Tony, was really good friends with him because I'm sure he bought a lot of weed off of him. Mm. Anyway, so I'm like, this could be this could be some dude trying to get money that somebody owes him. Who knows? And he's like pounding on the door for a reason. And he, I also so this time I like creep up to my door and I'm like peeping through the the people for whatever reason. I hadn't locked the door that day. My door was unlocked. And it was a very large man, an angry, large man. And I'm like, oh, shit. Luckily, he walked past my door and he was like standing on the stairs. Mm-hmm. And he was like, because I was on the ground floor and my my uh, apartment was at the end of the hallway. And then you it wrapped around. And then when there's a staircase right there. So he was at the base of the stairs looking up as I'm like flipping through the people. I like grab the, the deadbolt yeah. and I'm like ever Sorry. so quietly like. <laughs> As I lock it and like right as that click turns around, I see it. Yeah, no, his head snaps and it's like staring directly to that people. I'm like, oh, fuck. I know you were in there. And then I just kind of creeped back into my room. (laughs) That um, I think I told the story on not to not to constantly one up you or anything, but I had a similar thing, too. But it wasn't it wasn't that anybody was pounding on doors. It was I think it was New Year's Eve. And I was again, I was. I wasn't working, but I was doing third shift. So I was up at night and around yeah. midnight, somebody tried our, um, our door handle at the apartment. They just oh tried God, to open ter- the door. That's terrifying. Yeah. I, I thought for a second, I was like, is this even locked? But thankfully I didn't lock the bottom part, just the, the deadbolt. But for okay. some reason, the peephole had a cover, but it was spring loaded and you had, it was a box that went over the peephole and you had to pull down the cover and it was spring. Oh, I think, I think I remember that. Yeah. So it would snap right back into place. So I was scared to death and that's when I grabbed the sword. I think that's why I remember <laughs> I grabbed that chintzy gold sword. Cause I, so, it's the only weapon I had pr- present day. Lucas grabs a mop or yeah, a broomstick, whatever it was. former Lucas is a much like samurai cop. You were a katana master. Yes. I think I'm much like them or however, in that movie, he barely ever used a sword. I think I may have used a sword more than that guy. Life, life imitates art, you know? It's true. It's true. So needless to say, I did not die as far as I know that night. I never found out <laughs> well, who they were because I knew how loud no. that thing was. So it's by the time like I checked, they were gone. That, like, thought that was their apartment. They were I, trying to get I heard. Vo- yeah, that's what I figured. I heard voices. There was more than one. So I figured that's probably... Because there's times when I've been reading the mail or something and we lived on the third floor and I would only go up two two sets of stairs, walk all the way down looking at my phone or the mail. And I actually tried my key and realized I was on the second floor. So it was like 203 instead of 303. And I was like, oh, shit, this isn't my house or this is my apartment. So I'm like, slowly get the key out and walk <laughs> away. So that same exact thing, probably, except I wasn't drunk. So. I had, you know, a lot of weird stories in that apartment. I remember one time I had a Halloween party and then like, you know, I had a bunch of people show up. But then I'm like, there were like this group of three people that were there and nobody knew. They were just like three randos just showed up. They didn't know any. They didn't know anybody there. Nobody knew them. They just like tried to, you know, there's like this saw a party and they just tried to crash. And I remember. Oh, God. I, I remember like, who the fuck are you? Get the hell out of my apartment. <laughs> this this party might look big, but it's not that big. You can't just show clearly, up. And- clearly the fire the F-150 that burned to a crisp in the parking lot, that 
that's like the story to that's like the event to end all events at that apartment. I yeah. mean, that was that was insane. I if you ever have to explain what the apartments are like there, that's just the story you use. There was a truck yeah. on fire. There's stabbings and there was a truck that was on fire. <laughs> it's apocalypse. I, now. I lived there two years. It was great. <laughs> Somehow you're still alive. It made you yeah. a better person, more cultured. And we always walked up to see those nice Indian lads that opened the liquor store on the hill. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you, are you fine purveyors of the alcoholic drink? I would like some, please. <laughs> well, this is a great introduction to our next conversation point. <laughs> uh, first of all, Lucas, how long how long have we been streaming? Uh, I'm trying to be mindful. Probably about 35 minutes without trying to be mindful of our runtime. Okay. Because I honestly, I don't think this is going to be something that we're going to talk about a lot. But I thought it's an interesting point because I thought about this. Anytime I hear, like, I'll read a subject or a headline that talks about video games. Or when I think, like, in my head, you get in your in your mind's eye and you think of, like, that that idyllic scenario where it's like, oh, I just want to be, I want to be able to relax and do what I want and just want to hang out and play a game. Yeah. I want to see, I wanted to see what pops, what comes into your brain when you think of that. What is that? What is that game? What is that scenario that plays out in the, your head? The perfect gaming scenario? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, or just like, not even just perfect gaming scenario, but like when you think of when someone mentions video games to you or you think of gaming, period, like what is the first game or image that pops into your head? Um, probably being always in front of a TV, which is funny because I'm a PC gamer, mostly. Um, always in front of a TV, relaxed. Got your controller in hand, maybe having a brew, maybe not. Home alone, though, for sure, because mm. you you don't want to be bothered when you're trying to get into a game. And probably some RPG or something that you just get lost in, completely engrossed, you know, to the point where you forget how many hours it's been since you started. That's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's necessarily mine, but that is what I picture a, when most yeah. people say that they've been playing a game or something, I just yeah, I I think of them alone sitting in a nice, comfortable living room in front of a gigantic television. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I have three different scenarios that play out, or and it depends. Like one is it's it's winter outside, so it's cold and nasty outside, and I'm just like. I'll snuggled up like a bug on with a, rug. a blanket over your like, yeah. over your shoulders and, and, and I'm playing and I'm playing Super Mario Sunshine of all things. Oh, because yeah. it's like a completely opposite of the outside conditions. Is it's very tranquil, very vacation like experience. Mm -hmm. Even though it's a game I've only played once, and I'll probably never play again unless it's ever remastered. The second option is it's. Mm, sometimes it's either summer or fall and I'm playing Wind Waker. Mm. But for usually when I think though, when I just think of the term gaming in the first game that pops into my head and I don't, and this is the one I alluded to because I didn't even own it. I didn't, I mean, I had played it, but I didn't like grow up playing it. When I think of that phrase and term, the vision I see in my head is Mario from Super Mario World with the yellow cape and he's riding on Yoshi. I have no idea why that's always the image that pops in there. And like Super Mario World is that that's always the game. And it's like, I don't I didn't grow up with that game. You know, it's not like there's I don't have nostalgia for that. 
mm-hmm. because I just, I, you know, I, I played it. You know, I had friends that owned a super, had a Super Nintendo, and I, I experienced it. But it's not like I, I, w- I didn't grow up with the Super Nintendo. I didn't grow up playing that game. So it's always weird to me that that's the image that comes to me, but it's not something that I have like firsthand experience playing on that side of things. It's right. really, it's really weird. That's why I was like, that's why that that, that was the, the concept. I was like, that I wanted to talk about this because I was like, I'm curious if, if yours is something that doesn't relate to your firsthand, you know? Yeah. So are you saying when people talk to you about gaming in a generic way, I guess? Yeah. Like you're yeah. About, yeah. I'm going to play games. Yeah. What was your second one? I forgot already. Uh, Wind Waker. Zelda Wind Waker. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, but still two Mario's. Yeah, I, I think the bad. GameCube harkens back to me a lot, especially Wind Waker, because that was the game. You know, I got the GameCube right right around release. I was a senior in high school, I think, when the GameCube launched. And then um, that was the console I had when I moved out. So, like, when I first moved into my first apartment, I was there by myself for what, until like three months, a couple months until you moved in? Yeah. I didn't have, didn't have TV. Didn't have TV programming. I had the internet, but I was just like, and I didn't have any. I moved to a new area. I didn't have any friends yet, and then eventually, you know, became friends with most of my coworkers. But at the time, so I was just like hanging out playing Wind Waker a lot because I, I was just gonna say GameCube seems like the height of your gaming, um, just in general. Like that's the most that you played games was around that that time. Uh, but yeah, again, but, that, but, well, but, but well, that was I was playing the PC too. I had the I had the GameCube and I was playing games on the PC. So I mean, as a or terms of a whole, yeah, I yeah, was I don't I don't mean just than, GameCube, but yeah, you definitely were Between playing hours of World of you know World of Warcraft, <laughs> Enemy Territory, yeah, Smash Bros, Double Dash, yeah, for sure. I I think quite 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 handedly, I'd say it's kind of like. I think a lot of memories come back to that first apartment because like that was for whatever reason, um, may the Everglow by may still is registers as such an album. I I love so much. And, um, again, the same thing. It's like, I always have visions of it being like cold and nasty outside and listening to that album. And it just, not that there's a lot of memories about that, not in respect to you, but a lot of bad memories I have from that time from relationships things I had in nature, but I had, I think it was a lot of me and independence and becoming my own person. So I think that's why that those feeling, let's say they would like, cause I, I remember we went to Best Buy and I bought, I bought that album and I bought Coheed and Cambria as well. I think good Apollo burning star Four was that, or, or, or is welcome home. Actually the name of that album. I can't even remember. I had to look it up now. Cause I haven't, I can't remember. Well, yeah, I mean, I think everybody know feels that experience where yeah, yeah, I was right. Good Apollo and Burning Star Four, Volume One, from Fear Through the Eyes of Madness. So you got to get the whole wow. little string in there. That's a pretty long title. Yeah, um, I think everybody has that feeling with music where it puts them. You have a nostalgic memory or a place in time that you remember with music. Uh, I think most people have that. However, mm-hmm. I wonder how many people, how many gamers have video games that when they play it, it transports them back to a certain time in their life. Does it work yeah. the same way? Because I know there's kind of a science behind I, it. I, I think it would have to. Like, I, 
it's the thing for me is like I I feel like and I'm I'm kind of going through this right now playing Breath of the Wild again. Like I don't typically replay games. Yeah, that's true. I just it's not been something that I I usually do. I guess it's because I uh time commitment, I guess. That's that's a lot of it. I always like if I've got time to play something, I want to play something new. I don't want to have to. No, I know what you mean. You know, it's go back to something. Let's go back to you know, you know, familiar territory. With that said, though, I think of all the games like you know, Earthworm Breath Jim, of the Earth- Wild again. <laughs> <laughs> Earthworm Jim. I think I've played through quite a few times. Like some of those sixteen-bit games I have, but like in terms of more complex, longer games, um, probably the Wind Waker. I've I've played through the Wind Waker a couple times now, and my fondest memory still has to be here in this house when I finished it, the HD version um, because my wife came, I, I think I couldn't sleep and I, I remember it being really late and my wife came like got up, she couldn't sleep for reason. She came up and was just watching me as I was finished the game. And um, for people who aren't familiar, when you defeat Gan and it's just like out of nowhere, like link just jumps up and he like buries the master sword in his forehead Oh, <laughs> and he turns to stone and it's just like, she's like, I don't remember what, I don't remember the exact term she said. I think she was like, she's like, well, that escalated quickly. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, it did. Shit just got real. Yes, it did. So is that uh, the original getting stoned? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. I hate myself. Um, well, yeah. If anybody has that experience, I'd, I'd be curious to know because i don't often replay games either although i have started to recently or at least dabble into uh games that i used to know or whatever when you can buy them for two bucks on pc or whatever it's, it's like you why not remind me of a game that i used to know <laughs> don't even put me down that road because you know i will take that journey with you just like um you're probably playing if we can go back to oh gosh what was the band that they're on the the burnout takedown soundtrack uh i can hear the song in my head it was a band that you were no it was a band that you were really into for a while oh god i'm gonna have to look at i gotta look that up now too i i i need to know too because i I would be curious to know because like that that i can hear that song too and that immediately takes me right back to uh to that memory and that time just hanging out in your in your your room playing that game oh yeah yeah, that that that's a really long time ago playing Xbox, the Xbox days. We kind of got into like a weird tangent of of you know this of all over the place, Games. but it's it's just, it's it's just interesting though how like things are tied to memory. Wow, oh Amber, I forgot Amber Pacific was on there. Um, wow, Funeral for a Friend's on there too. Yeah, Chronic Future. No wonder I like this game. Von Bondi as well. Okay, um, it was. Sorry, it's taking me forever. No, it's fine. It's fine. We just got people watching. (laughs) (laughs) This makes for good podcasting. Well, it's interesting. I see it on here, and i I don't see I don't see the band that I was thinking of. But it's pretty interesting. The the like this is like the soundtrack to my my youth, your formative years. I mean, wow, that's that's like bands I never thought of before. Like, you know, sugar cult, 
Yellow card? Uh, was it yellow card? Yellow card's on there. Pennywise is on there. Von Bondi's, Franz Ferdinand. I mean, just regging the full bravery? effect. Local was, it, a- was it bravery? It was the bravery. The bravery, yeah. yeah. I, I still listen to them, actually, because they're I'm not, old they're, now. They're actually not on this, this soundtrack, which I thought they were, so I'm not sure. I don't think I knew of them at that time, because I think you... I think you misremembered uh, because what I only know. I didn't know of the bravery until we went to the hookah bar, the hookah lounge that one time. And I saw them. <laughs> I saw oh their God. music uh, video. Uh, they're on burnout revenge. Ah, classic mistake. Classic mistake. Burnout revenge, burnout takedown. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> I It's it's. I mean, it's definitely a common mistake. I will give that to you. Good. Thank Jason you. was just checking out his penis. That was really weird. No, I saw like, <laughs> I saw like, I could have swore I saw movement out of my peripheral vision again. It's like, oh God, the mouse is back. <laughs> that guy wants me to give him a ride again. No. <laughs> oh, God. He's creeping. He's creeping around. Oh, I think we just became the OT. That's okay. All this reminiscing on all these stories and weird randomness i love it i love it you know at and least hopefully hey, you do too guess what i guarantee it sounds fucking better than the mega dad so whoa I mean, just whoa. deal with it deal with it wow i mean we gotta stand up for ourselves all right between we got we're getting mentioned on their show those if we ran nintendo schmucks are talking about us hey. def, defaming our character only flux talks bad about flux that's true yeah. board, board with video games talks nice about us or at least Josh does. Well, but yeah, let's, Kyle, does, Kyle doesn't like us. Let's face it. Josh is about 90% of that show. <laughs> just, I mean, Josh. Josh sorry, Kyle. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> you want to play an overclock remix? We want to kill the mood. You want to destroy all the momentum we have going. And we're going to play a remix that sure. people will love or hate. It's called a palette. Josh, Josh Brown, get ready. You're going to want to start hitting your skip button. So you can get through on the other side. You can't we know your secrets. We know your secrets now. Secret, secrets. I got a secret. My dog is down here now. Yo, dog. I heard you like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dog. I got so for dog. those, hey, you guys know by now, we're going to play a random remix from the front page. I'm going to have to kill the time while Lucas downloads and gets it ready. Wow. Vamp. Wow. Freestyle. For y'all. Hibbit. A little hibbin and a little hobbin. I hope it is not. I don't, I'm not going to even do don't say anything. I'm not even going to pretend it. because last time it was not good. What I picked was not good. Yeah, so you fault. don't have any, any... Can I spin the wheel, sir? Can I spin the yeah, wheel? Yeah, you can do it. Hey, we got a Ooh, sound effect for once. <laughs> I kicked it earlier, so... All right, we got number 12. Number 12! Oh, you like to play Castlevania. <laughs> hey, we haven't played <laughs> Castlevania in a while. Banjo de sangre. I need to, I need Calo to uh, interpret this, uh, the title for me. Yes, I don't know I... what a banjo. Banjo de sangre. Yeah, banjo. De sangre. Well, I have, banjo. It, I have the, um, the window so small, like thin, that I can't see most of the information that is contained within. Ooh. All right. So our remixer tonight comes from Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse. It's by the Plasmas. So I'm assuming Ooh. 
it's going to be an instrumental cover in some way, we're being, shape, or form. We're being this informed again, that it's Bath of Blood is what that stands for. Ooh. That's that's pretty, that's cool as hell, if you allow me a swear. <laughs> can I have a swear? You can have a swear. This uh, track, Castlevania 3 Dragon's Curse, released in 1990 by Konami on the NES. Music by Juno. Punahashi, Yoshinoro, Yoshinoro Sasaki, <laughs> and Yuki Morimoto. That's why we don't say that stuff on Flexibles Radio any longer. This is remixing one song, Nightmare, Underground Path Stage. I'm glad they glad they emphasized and spelled it out that it is the underground path. Otherwise, you just you never would have known. It's metal. It's aggressive. Oh, it's yes. dark. It's everything that we stand for. And it's only three minutes and 12 seconds long. It hits all the beats <laughs> you does. want. It's short. It's metal. Hopefully it's good. I don't know. Are you, Castlevania? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Castlevania sometimes. I was going to ask you how familiar you were with three. Um, I've only played. I've played the original. I've played what's ever on the, the classic. Systems. Three was the one that had the multiple characters. I think you could play as the weird hunchback thief guy. And there was a, a mage or something. I'm not too Honestly, familiar with it. So I don't know. The if Castlevania, the Castlevania I played the most is Symphony of the Night. And that was on Xbox wow. 360. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, it, had, it was on the Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I was going to say, because didn't that come out on the PlayStation? PlayStation? But that makes sense now that you say it in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I'm ready. You ready? Well, we're gonna play ready. The re- we're going to play this remix. We're going to recoup, recharge, and we'll come Pink. back for a little What You Plan and Around the Web. So you'll know. I know you want to stick around for that. So... Lucas, when you're ready, okay, you do it. I'm going to do it now.
Gosh, we're so respectful of the arts around here. <laughs> Smooth McGroove's got nothing on this, okay? Wow, that's true. Just, that's a fact, actually. I mean, we just, I'm just going to put that out there. How about that? Like How it. about that? I like it. Oh, my goodness. I like it a lot. Some uh, some housekeeping that we also forgot to do. We need to do another Netflixation for the end of the month coming up. So Lucas has his suggestion. I will say I did my homework. The, the movie that you picked, uh, Jessica and I did try to watch it. We made it about 15 minutes. Uh-oh. And just... I th- she, she, we weren't in the best mood their place that night so mm-hmm. i think it was just a little, a little slow moving so we had a i understand i i have often uh thought how funny it is the way that whoever you watch a movie with affects you, the type of like how how good of a time you have with the movie because i've seen a move i'll watch a movie and then watch it with somebody else and then i'll be like man this is way crappier than i thought it was or enjoy the predator, or whatever. for example I would probably not have watched that solo, but you and I had a great time watching it. That's true. I think either one of us alone would have shut that off or I would have suffered through it. But instead, we had a good old, we had a bit of a giggle with it, didn't we? A little flicker giggle. That's right. You know, that's exactly what it was. So typically we we used to like to, we each select one and we, we put it to a poll. I will just select one and maybe we'll still do the poll or make a site post or do something. We'll, because we, we'll. We need to get that announced and decided. So if you do want to play along at home, you have time to watch the movie and then get through it. Yes. We need to, we're also going to have a, a vote coming up on Patreon for the next Flexpose radio theme because we wanted to decide that soon. So you and I have time to curate the list and get that ready to go for the end of the month. Yeah. We have a, we've had a bad tendency of leaving that <laughs> a, towards a the pro, end of the procrastinating. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really hard to make a poll post. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. So <laughs> I have to remember my login. Well, your login. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll have to get around for that too. Did I miss anything else? Was that all? Was a were those the announcements? I think it has thoroughly been. The house has uh, been cleaned. I'm sorry, guys. You think after five years we could do this shit right? But <laughs> we never will. If it's not perfect now, it ain't never going. We're never going to be. You want to do uh, some what you plan? Dude, that cowbell is bitching. I know, right? That was for Skinny Matt, who found the... uh, I'm pretty sure he posted a picture of the arcade cabinet of Sunset Riders. Yahoo! Yahoo! And I asked him if it had... Don Corleone or whatever that guy's name was. I don't remember. That's the shotgun guy that everyone picks because he's got because he's OP as hell. Yeah. And he's, he's awesome. He's got the pink he's got the pink sombrero. Exactly. Of justice. That's right. Well, Lucas, I'll wow. tell you what. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been playing I I've been playing Smash Bros occasionally as what? always. As you want to do. Yes. We watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. What are your thoughts, sir? I really liked it. I mean, I, I was not very familiar with with Freddie Mercury as a, you know his story. I wasn't really that familiar with Queen's story or their journey. I mean, I'll be honest. I didn't even like wasn't really aware of Queen very much until probably ten years ago. You know, I just didn't. I 
didn't listen and like i i probably knew a lot of their songs i just you know wasn't aware you know queen yeah it's something I didn't, you, I, you hear know, on the radio and you're going well yeah, yeah that's queen but you know but now it's like oh god you know now I mean, it's just like you know my my musical interest or my knowledge and history of music and blah 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 so it i thought it was really good it was a really good movie you know it, it it's like it's uh, you know, again, you wonder how much, how much of this, how much is true. How do they, you know, get a lot of the story, what liberties are taken in the writing, but it, it must be, it, you just, you feel really bad for him. He must have like a very lonely existence. He just needs a, a friend. Time, you know? Yeah. Just because the, his lifestyle and the path that he was on. And it, it, that's just the unfortunate thing that happens with many uh, celebrities is people, you know, take advantage of them or try to control them and try to, you know, it's just it's unfortunate when that happens when they're doing their laundry. <laughs> so you can mustache, relate. Mustache rides. Is there any other kind? Uh, okay. Yeah, I can. I can relate. So, but it's very good. It's very good. Uh, again, we Amazon Prime rental just made of money throwing out those Amazon Prime six six dollar rentals left and right. You know, though, you probably end up spending almost six dollars doing a red box if you either forget to take it back or <laughs> or or you um, get the blu-ray yeah or got, i would have to get the blu-ray or you get that. some snacks or you got gas to get you there gas is, i mean yep. there's there's so many variables that's I mean, right easily six dollars you're practically yeah. saving money through prime yeah i'm uh <laughs> playing much like the psvg community i'm playing breath of the wild we've all returned to hyrule and uh, I, this is interesting because I thought I wouldn't have much interest or have a lot of fun playing that game again just because of the scope of that game, how big that game is, how much I played that game already. And coming back two years later, it's been actually quite refreshing. I'm trying to play it completely different. You know, when I played it last time, you know, my son was going to be, you know, I got the Switch at launch. My son was born on the 24th of March. And I had, I was like, I knew my time was out. I was like, I have to finish Zelda before he was born. So I like played the shit out of that game to finish it before he was born. Hurry up, Link. We and don't I, have like, much you know, time. I got all the armor. I upgraded all the armor. I did all the shrines. So now it's like very much I can just, I'm just playing it how I want to, you know, I'm like, do I want to go over to this area? Okay. I'll go over there and wander around. I'll do this. I'm, I haven't decided if I'm not going to try to get all the armor. I haven't decided if I'm going to like do all the shrines or not. I, ha- I do have an Excel spreadsheet that Donnie sent me, shared with me that has them all in there in like a nice checklist form. So I am checking them off as I get them. So I might try to find them all again. But I, one thing I've noticed, like, it's just being more aware of the mechanics and how the game plays. Like that first, like the plateau I flew through, but at the same time, I died horribly so many ways. I keep meaning to post the video. Like I... Cl- much like when I first played the game, as soon as I saw the Temple of Time, I'm like, I'm going to go climb the shit out of that. <laughs> and I'm up on the top of the Temple of Time, and I'm trying to walk to the edge to grab it. And instead, I just run right off the edge and fall and then die. You know, so literally, I died in, like, my first five minutes on the plateau. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know how to play this game. That that pretty much <laughs> sums up that whole game is you look at something and you go, yeah, I'm going to climb that. And that's yeah, Breath right? of the Wild. <laughs> and I forgot how the frustration is like, oh, I'm going to climb. I need to climb this wall over here. Oh, it's raining. And it's raining yes. for the next three to eight hours. Great. I'd build can't a fire, but it's, wait, but it's raining, so I can't pass uh, the time. So frustrating no, no, when no. happens. But- the worst part is when it's raining during the lighting the furnace quest. My God. Oh, gosh. That was the worst. <laughs> so I've been doing that, and I, I've 
already I think I have a lot better handle of the combat. Like when I played bef- the last time, it was pretty much I'm going to lock onto it, focus and smash the attack button until something <laughs> dies, and occasionally hit the jump button. But now I'm like actually because I've, I've done like I've done a couple of like major tests of strength where I shouldn't be because I only have like at the time I had four I think I had four hearts and five hearts respectively not really that great of armor so basically I'd have to play it flawless not get hit and uh, do flurries and do parries and it was it felt really rewarding to do I mean I died several times doing it but I've completed two that way and it was just like it's super hard challenge and it just felt super rewarding to to take down that. That ancient and get all uh, because he get that fat loot it drops <laughs> so it can like, break immediately. It seems crazy when I have all of a sudden I had like you know ten to twenty durability weapons and all of a sudden I have like a, a great sword that has sixty. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> you know it's like all of a sudden I've got like three spears, a couple two handed weapons, another sword that all have above forty durability. It's like okay, I got some OP weapons now. And so it's been fun just like i died my armor i never died armor in the first game the first playthrough for whatever reason i just never decided to remember when you first meet the person who dies stuff you have you don't really have anything any of the ingredients and it was i didn't really understand how to do it but i came back there for some for whatever reason and then when i came back i had stuff that i could actually use to die right it wasn't explained very well but once i figured it out like I have a ridiculous amount of monster parts already, so that's great for when you know upgrades to the fairies. I have a ton of ancient ancient parts that I've just been scavenging like crazy. I have a ton of luminous stones that I'm just going to sit on until I get to the Zora area to sell those. So I don't know. It's been uh, it's been it's been fun, and I think that's really been my most played thing lately. I mean, and I'll play Smash Bros. every once in a little bit, but then I'm like, I'm just going to wander off, wander around Hyrule again, and it's just. It's been fun just to kind of get lost in that experience again. And now, you know, there's always been talk about, you know, we got that, we've got another 2D Zelda, but there's been all this, this, this rumor, this speculation going around that I, I can't remember the exact quote that was mentioned, but uh, someone had said that if you liked Breath of the Wild, you're going to want to pay attention to blah, blah, blah. So, you know, there's always the speculation or, or, or would they ever do like another Zelda game in that same engine and that same world and all this, this and that? Would we ever, you know, I, I kind of always wish we'd get more story content than what we did with the DLC. You know, the Ballad of yeah. the Champions was cool, but I always wanted a little something more. I think how cool it would be to be able to run around in a post-Ganon Hyrule and all these things to like that. So it's it's been really fun to kind of get lost in that game and to see so many other people playing it. I know this is kind of a bitter pill for you a little bit because when you were playing, everyone was like, well, that's old game. Old game's old. <laughs> I, guess know, nobody I go cares. in there and bitch about, nobody talked about this game when I played it. Yeah. You know, we got Devin that's playing it, you know, for his very first time while the rest. And we've got Josh, who in like an hour has made it further than he ever did in his initial playthrough. It blows my mind that he didn't even make it off the plateau when he first played the game. Like, yeah, he he talked that. a little bit about that on the on his show. And he had said that he was suffering. He thought he saw, suffered from Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, oh, infatuation. yeah, that's right. Like that's it all right, just came, came out at the wrong time yeah, for him. That's right. Yeah. And I'm sure that was the same thing for Kyle because. He wanted to jump into that too. That's fair. See, I, I'm a I'm a poor bastard. I don't have that problem. You only have one console, and it's easy. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. It's you true. Only have one mistress. You only have one mistress. You just get to get online oh. and look at all the games coming out, and then bitch about well, who the hell cares about this game? I'm never going to be able to play it. I'm looking at you, Destiny, the original. <laughs> hey, I, I will say though, I, I won a giveaway from the Mega Dads. So I got the money to buy uh, Toe Jam and Earl now, but now I'm part of me is like, 
do I do it? Because I'm like, is that going to be fun to play by myself? Or is that, <laughs> now that really it's possible? Or, or, you're questioning it. Yeah. Or is that going to be, because now it's like, anytime I've had money, you hoard it and you want to like, you don't want to spend it. You know, you want to, you want to make the right choice, you know? So I don't know. I don't, I don't want a, a Nidhogg situation, you know, where it was horrible by myself, but then playing with you, that was great. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. So. I guess you're just going to have to save on, up enough for two copies and then buy me one and we'll play it together. <laughs> Boom. Well, why don't you, why don't you enter the flexibles giveaway this month? And if you win, oh. we'll have to pay it to you, I guess. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I might do that. <laughs> and again, I wa- we watched uh, Samurai Cop for the flexibles watch long. You guys, this is one of the worst movies ever made in so many ways, shapes and form, but so many classic moments. You guys, you had you. If you go through, scroll the comments, you'll see the legacy of Frank, That's Bingo, true. the the euphemism of Bingo, Bingo. Um, what a black gift is. I this movie and the what you can do with a wig. I mean, we learned, I learned so much about this movie. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, is this guy wearing extensions or something? I thought he was supposed to have oh luxurious hair. So good. It was so good in all the wrong ways. I loved it. Like, there's not a lot of times I can watch bad movies, but that oh. I can't wait if, for the next one. If you're if you're a listener, if you're around your mom right now, you need to pause this or go into another room because I'm about to drop an F bomb. I couldn't believe when the blonde um there's there's like only three police officers. That blonde the blonde turns around one? to the, the, uh, the, brown, the police, blonde the police woman. officer or the nurse? Uh the police officer. Blonde oh. woman turns around to uh, oh. like preacher or whatever his name was. I don't remember the other cop. And she's like, yeah. well, we don't have anything to do. You want to fuck? <laughs> it's like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Every time they swear in this movie, it's so yeah. out of nowhere. You're just like, they really, they God. really give it a hard F when they yeah. say, fuck. It, it, it verbally just hits you, pounds you, so you know, funny. right in the, has, has Tom Servo announced the next election or do you and him work? As a team, a unit. You know, we go behind the scenes. We we run the numbers and we do calculations and stuff. And the machines go. I think, I think it needs to be Mac and me. That gets my I vote. I think that was what was possible. You know, I think that was kind of where we were headed. Because quite honestly, we've already done the two that I was most interested in. And that was Samurai Cop and more, more so than that, even Miami Connection. But uh, whatever it is. It doesn't matter if it's gonna if it's good or bad. All that matters is it's riff tracks, and then we get online and jo- make jokes about it. That's really what it comes down to. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a very good time. What are you doing? It was a good time. I was looking up <laughs> if Mac and Me was a riff tracks live. But oh. I, uh... I think he, I think Tom Servo said it wasn't live, but we could watch it anyway. He said he would allow that to happen. Oh, okay. Which I fought, Great. I fought him on for a long time, but uh, finally I I acquiesced and said, "If we must, if we must, Mac and me, I'm okay with that as long as it happens." <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, my, my, wife, my wife's asking me a question about if there's supposed to be a pilot light on her grandma's fire fireplace. And Who? I'm, my wife is asking me questions I don't know the answer to. Wait, who? Just stop. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I do it every time. The fans want it. It's our number one hit. All right. Well, well, while you're asking or answering fireplace questions to an unknown stranger, I will go with my what you plan. And, uh, you know, 
I wasn't actually going to make the Dark Tower my thing, but you said it, and I was just like, whatever. It's not a big deal. The well, thing is, is you, know, I, you didn't, uh, I you didn't, didn't specify, You're so right. I had to take some liberty. I have one job around here, and that was to fill out that one spot so that you knew. I mean, fucking Listen, I know, but. Hey, Adam Leonard, I need a new co-host. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, the Dark Tower, the movie, the legend. I, the, what brought this about was I've been reading the comics, the Marvel comics, I believe. And, uh, those are good. Those are really good. The dark tower movie. Terrible. Of course I knew that already. Uh, you know, it's no surprise to anybody, obviously, cause it was panned by many people publicly. Anybody could see how bad it did. So of course I had, I said to myself, well, how bad could it really be? Right. What are the what are the problems? Let's break it down. And I will be writing a review for this for True Myth Media because I have so much to say about this that I need to put it down on paper. By paper, they just, I mean they just electronic. like as soon as I saw the trailer, I like I was excited for this at first, but then as soon as you see they try to condense everything into this short film. Yeah, it was like they didn't that think story is so huge, you know. Well, and that's the thing is they didn't they didn't they just ignored a lot of stuff so that they didn't have to make another movie if they didn't want to, they just changed everything. But anyway, so yeah, that'll, my, my thoughts will be coming, uh, on this, this week, Thursday, I'm hoping to have it done. So in two days, basically, um, that won't mean anything to you if you're listening to this <laughs> in the future. But anyway, uh, the, what I have been watching though, is the grand tour season three. And that's because Josh Barboni had mentioned it. And I was like, I've been meaning to watch this for quite some time, pretty much since it came out. Uh, season three, that is. I love the show and it, it never fails to to deliver. I swear it's so good. Uh, and if you're not really that interested in cars, most of the episodes, while, yeah, they are in cars and they talk about them. A lot of the time, it's just about the hosts being asses to each other or or getting on each other's nerves or they have to go do some. I, I could see that. Thing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very much, uh, more than just a car review show. Um, and quite often they're not even talking about new cars, except for in specific segments. A lot of the time they have challenges to do and they're not talking about new cars. They're talking about old cars or Winnebago's or whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, uh, it's good. You, people should watch it. it. It's great. Uh, I really enjoy it. And of course, because it shows sometimes they'll have cars that they put around their their track called the Ebola Drome, which they have a running list. It was actually the it was the um, inspiration of the Battle of the Beer top 15 or whatever uh, beer list that we had. But they pit these cars Ooh. against each other and it doesn't matter what kind of car it is. It can be a supercar, could be a Ford Fiesta. It doesn't matter. It'll all go on the board. Uh, and. When they do that, they have a professional driver and she uh, drives these cars like a bat out of hell. And of course, I say to myself, well, I want to do that, but I ain't going to do that in my Nissan Pathfinder. So instead, but you, would you do anything for love? <laughs> but I won't do that. Uh, love, what is I had to you said that and you said the bat out of hell. I had to go. Okay, we got the loaf. What was the other one? Uh, Love by the dashboard light or some crazy shit like that. It's like a uh, 10 minute song that sounds like it came from a, uh, a 
musical or something. Anyways, uh, so instead I played Assetto Corsa, Assetto Corsa in VR with the the steering wheel because you got that to. Sounds like that sounds okay. What what it's is Italian? It? I don't know what it means. Okay, is that a person or is it is it a I car? Don't know. No, it's not. I don't okay. know. It's none of that. I don't know why it's called that. Let's see I was like, is, is, is this a licensed product? Assetto? It must be a racer. Ask Seth. It must be a Formula One racer. It's Italian for race setup. <laughs> what a terrible name. Race setup. I played race setup. What the fuck is this? What is when that? I Google Assetto Corsa... Yeah, like I get you know you get YouTube, you get the videos options, and there's like okay. the three there's th- there's three videos that come up, and it's like naked dudes on wheels. A set of Corsa normal online races too. My body is ready. What? Is- <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, that's the game. That's what I've been playing. Oh so- my god, they're they're driving in um, Flintstone. Like Flintstone mobiles. Oh, geez. So it's been modded or whatever. So it's still yeah. in the game, but it's been modded. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna scrub this as you as you okay. keep going. Okay. Well, basically, here's the thing: it's a simulation racing game. Think of Gran Turismo, uh, if you're not familiar oh, yeah. too too much with many simulation games, or uh, Forza, not Forza Horizon, but Forza. Fiveza. Fiveza. Um, but the VR, you know, adds an element, the the racing wheel. So I think to myself, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be drifting around these curves. I'm going to be using the handbrake. I'm going to just drive the shit out of some vehicles. Well, it's a simulation. And if you don't really know how to drive like that, you can't do it. You can't just hop into the game having not played really and just be able to drive a car like that. So while I did play it and it was fun, I wasn't exactly doing the sweeping drift turns that they show in the uh, in Grand Tour that often. And then lastly, uh, I just posted a picture of it in Discord so you can take a look. Oh, at it. Okay, I'm not in Discord right now because it was bogging down my computer, uh, so I had to close it. But I'll check it on my phone. Um, okay. The last thing that uh, I I played was the aforementioned buying old games for really cheap. Uh, they had humble bundle had a sale on some old games that I remember from. I don't even remember what the developer was. THQ Nordic galaxy of games. Yeah. Galaxy. Shut up. Yeah. I, I may have uh, misspoke misremembered on PSVG prime after. I don't even know why I said, I think it's because their program is called Galaxy. Their launcher is Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. I would like to think that that's why I said that, but it probably isn't. Uh, now, here's a game. I bought a, I bought five games, and most of them I was familiar with or all old. I'm not trying to be like, I dropped $100 on games. <laughs> no big deal. Collector's edition. Uh, no, no, no. These were $3 or something like that. Uh, Carmageddon, max damage. Now... You might not know this about me, Jason, because this was long before we met. But around the time of me getting probably upgrading the the uh, gateway computer that I first started out with around that time, I, I think maybe was a game called Carmageddon or as my dumb idiot young self used to call Carmageddon because I was stupid <laughs> and I'd never heard of the word Armageddon. That's how young I was. So, um, 
Carmegadon. Because I'm dumb. Okay, that has to be that has to be the episode title. Carmegadon, and you need to make like a dinosaur in like a car a robot monster truck. I like dinosaur. it. Yes. Oh, monster truck, robot, monster truck, dinosaur. That just sounds amazing. I need that in my life. Um, now, this is a remake of the original, I believe, or at least that seems to be the case. Now, yeah, because the original was just was just Carmageddon, right? Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And then they made a second one, so it might have put them together. I don't know, but the the funny thing about the game, so I have my nostalgia glasses on, right, or or whatever, and I'm playing this and I'm enjoying it. Uh, however. When I remember this game, I realize I'm pretty sure I only played the shareware version because I don't remember there being as much content and the racers, I don't think ever changed or anything. So there's more racers mm-hmm. in this than I remember. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I only played something like three levels of this game, just played over and over and over and never oh, actually okay. owned the game. Because that, that's what they did back then. They would, on PC, they would give you a shareware version of Wolfenstein or, or you know, whatever it happened to be. And, yeah. uh, or you'd get you them with magazines. Yeah. And then oh, if yeah, you yeah. wanted the rest of the game, you could buy it and then it would unlock or, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, a lot of nostalgia for this game. And I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I don't think it did very well, uh, but... I know it's been patched a few times since release and I think it's doing okay now, but it's, I mean, it's really for people who, who remember the game because it might look like, uh, what is it called? Uh, metal. What was the racing game? Twisted metal. Twisted metal. It might look like that, but it really doesn't play like that at all. You do get power ups or they call them pups in this for some reason you get power ups and stuff that are littered across the, uh, the track. And the, the objectives might change. You might be able to race. Uh, you might be able to kill all of the. Well, you can always there's always an objective where you um, can kill all of the the players. Either you're stealing their points, the other racers, you're either stealing their points, yeah. stealing their laps. Uh, you can kill all of the racers and win that way. You can also kill all the pedestrians in the game and win, apparently, or you can just race like normal and. Uh, and there's some other different modes too, but the, the cars are really weighty. Actually, they, uh, there is an upgrade system, so you can get a little bit faster. You can uh, improve some stats of the cars. And once you crash or, uh, wreck some of the other cars, you steal them and then you can use them. Oh, in cool. Subsequent missions. Uh, so it is a, it is really weighty. The cars, they, they slide around a lot. There's a lot of handbraking. There's a lot of going five feet, hitting a wall and then being smashed by one of the NPC cars. And then you just do that for like five minutes. But, uh, so that, that's kind of like the, the lower part of the game, but when it when everything's running well and you're just dominating and killing pedestrians and getting the ridiculous power-ups they have and everything, it's pretty fun for three bucks. You could do a lot worse. <laughs> I mean, that's true. So in the music, there's a lot of metal and crazy stuff in there too. So the music's pretty good. It's a lot of fun. It's one of those turn your brains off and just, just smash into stuff and blow some stuff up. Oh, and when you, uh, you can repair your car as you're playing and it's a, it's kind of cool actually. So you'll drive around and you might lose a wheel or you might lose the, the, uh, the, um, 
the cow catcher on the front of your car or whatever. And when that falls off, you can repair. And when you hold down the repair button, all of that stuff fell on the track, but then is um, like suctioned back to your car and then rebuilt as you're driving around. It's actually a really cool looking effect because it, it becomes unsmashed and the parts just like the wheels just like suck back onto the hubs. And, and it, it sounds huh. weird, but it looks cool. Um, it kind of looks like Iron Man when he has that briefcase suit. And oh, it all just yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of looks yeah. like that, I guess. So having a lot of fun with it. It's ridiculous. It's it's not the best game ever, but hey, when has that ever stopped us from playing or watching or listening or doing anything really? Or creating. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's what that's what 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 I've been playing. Awesome. It's a good crop of new and well, new and old. There's some new in there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New yeah. for me anyway. Uh, I don't yeah. think I played. I've talked about VR racing before, but I don't think I talked specifically about a set Corsa or as I like to call it racing setup, <laughs> racing setup. It sounds like a, a proverbial, like it sounds like some Spanish explorer, a set oh, Corsa. Yeah. yeah. Or like travels a, the Spanish brain in educational uh, an edutainment uh, budget title from 1996. I mean, can't can you have a set Corsa teaches typing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, doesn't that sound? Maybe it's because of Rosetta stone. Language. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's why. Ma- where's Ma- What's Mavis Beacon up to these days? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I never did play. I never did get to do that stuff. It was Oregon Trail or nothing, really. <laughs> that's right. Well, shall we go around the web and burn this podcast yeah, to the ground? We need to because we we need to do this list. We do. Kevin Austin submitted the list last week. We couldn't touch. It's from NPR. It is the top 10 Florida man stories. Oh man! As from March third, so this is uh, I don't know where they. Let's see. They are at the bottom. I was just wondering that too. I think the first one is is the non numbered one. I think yeah. I think NPR just kind of put this together. But you might be asking, what exactly is a Florida man? And uh, Miami Herald's Howard Cohen started listing a few hallmarks of a typical Florida man story. <laughs> a Florida man tends to generally have. Has to have firearms, okay. locations help, bodies of water, theme parks, Walmarts, Taco Bells, fast food places like that. Okay. Alligators for sure. Reasons for arrest, injuries. Drugs and alcohol, alcohol could also be a part. And like we said, animals. And those will include reptiles in particular. <laughs> I was going to say, I almost always assume drugs or alcohol were involved with these stories because they're typically so befuddling that you're just like what how yeah how yeah. And why so we've got we've got a couple of headlines here from twitter florida man steals thirty three thousand dollars worth of rare coin cashes them in at coin star machine for twenty nine dollars <laughs> yes yes um florida woman holds up mail truck with toy gun flees on tricycle <laughs> is she a is she a juggalo like does she listen to insane clown posse because i imagine yeah. just being dressed up as a clown and being like Okay, I'm gonna go away, get away on my tricycle. Uh, it talks here. There's a there's a system. Every every Florida man story contains one of the following: firearms, locations, objects, reasons for arrest, injuries, drugs, and alcohol, and animals. Oh, nice. And, all, and what is it? Florida. Spell? Yeah, it, it's gotta have humor. So here we go. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the most Florida of them all? Uh, so these aren't in. They're, they're it, it, Oh God, they're not. What the hell? They're not. 
They're not. So what in... they did was they went number two, number six, number eight, and number nine. What? They didn't tell what all ten. Is there a list that we're not missing that has? Oh, oh, God. as well as a spot on the new list of the top ten stories. Hmm. Mm. Kevin, we, did you only we didn't do read our homework? The, well, maybe he threw this. He knew what he was doing, and he thought they're not going to look at this before. So I guess the number one story here is this Joshua James character. So in October 2015, Joshua James became a classic example of oh-so-called Florida man when he threw a live three-foot alligator through the drive-thru window of a Wendy's in Loxahatchee, Florida. (laughs) Good Lord. He earned unlawful possession and transportation of alligator as well as a top spot on a new list of the top 10 Florida man stories, which I will now pull up. This is from the Miami Herald, top 10 Florida man stories. Scroll down a little bit after the picture, you'll see it. So I just talked about Josh James, but we'll go at number 10 and work our way up. Ooh, sounds good. Number 10, Florida man fires musket at cars on the seven mile bridge <laughs> in the Florida Keys. He was dressed in a pirate's costume at the time in July 2015. Monroe County deputy said uh, he wasn't using real ammo. It was black powder rounds. Okay. Yep. That's wow. um. that just basically makes the gun go off. My aforementioned boss used to have a black powder pistol and he would just shoot it. Of Uh, course he did. I think he was quoted. Florida man was quoted as saying, yar. (laughs) Number nine, Florida teen gets turned on in a Tampa Bay Walmart. Whoa. Hey, we don't find anything remotely sexy about Walmart, but it takes all kinds. But this one enters the Florida man top 10 because of the details. Brookville police said Sean Johnson, 19, came to the store's loss prevention staffer's attention in October 2014 because he plucked a stuffed horse toy off a shelf and then took it to the bedding department where they say he masturbated using the toy after he finished he put the stuffed animal covered in his dna on the bed and then back on the shelf what are you doing why florida man what it Number goes in your brain that you think, oh, yeah, I, I, there's no way I could be caught doing this. We just had to, we just had to hit that flex to pose bestiality mark. Again I told you it our, happens in every story. Uh, number eight, Florida man <laughs> is released Lord. from jail on an auto theft charge. He immediately breaks into another car in the jail's parking lot. <laughs> and he was number caught because deputy was sitting behind the wheel. That's right. Wow. Uh, number seven, de- <laughs> death metal musician's home festooned with flamethrowers, weapons, and ammo erupted in heavy metal fire. <laughs> uh, guitarist, a cannibal corpse. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. He said the 53-year-old musician forced his way into a neighbor's house while his burned, pushed one of the occupants to the ground, and then lunged at deputies with a knife. Um, it was later said that he was getting the help that he needed. So that, that's good. He's getting the help uh, he needs. Number six, a naked Florida man who danced in a fire while holding a knife, chanting in an unknown language. According to Cape Coral Police, the man, John Hennessy, dropped the knife and then swung a wooden stick at officers after burning himself in the fire on the front yard of a home. Uh, That'll wake police up. Police surmise he might have been on psychedelic mushrooms. I was guessing bath salts, but yeah. It's <laughs> funny how being lit on fire will snap you out of anything, really. Right. Number five, the Florida man who bit off his girlfriend's thumb during a late night run to Taco Bell. He looks Um, like the guy you gave a ride to. (laughs) He does a little bit. Ricardo Davis and his unnamed girlfriend got into an argument on the way to the fast food restaurant in Palm Bay when the incident occurred in January 2013. Number four, whoever tied a 12 foot alligator to a tree with a parachute cord behind an apartment complex. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Committee didn't find their Florida man at the time for the gruesome animal cruelty. Wow. Mike could tell you a lot about paracord. He's a paracord <laughs> expert, Jesus. actually. 
Number three, the Florida man who said he didn't remember going to a Honda of Acala and taking two large screen television sets, putting them in an SUV on the showroom floor, driving through the dealership's double glass doors, crashing into another vehicle or abandoning the SUV at the entrance of a subdivision. Yeah, I don't so, remember any of that. <laughs> uh, he, that, I'm pretty sure that's a mission in Grand Theft Auto. Sounds like it. Yeah. Number two, the Deerfield Beach Reptile Store owner who threw a bearded dragon lizard in the air, swung it around, and slapped his employees with the poor critter. Aww. It was like something out of Game of Thrones, a Miami Herald columnist wrote. And again, the number one, Joshua James, who threw an alligator through a Wendy's drive through window. Yeah, that one takes dedication because you're driving with an alligator readily available right next to you. One would imagine. Hey, Mike, Mike had some insight for us now that he's on Discord. He had some insight for us into the Walmart. Now, Mike, educate us why Florida is this cesspool of insane. Why? Yeah, yeah. We need to know that secret because you knew the secrets of Walmart, but it's the secret of Florida. That's right. And our last around the web story of the week. This comes courtesy of Skinny Matt. He posted on Discord and snatched it up the other day. Man escapes whale's mouth after being swept inside while snorkeling. So there you go. Is his name uh, Takao? South, <laughs> South African dive tour operator Rainer Schimpf recalled nearly being swallowed by a whale after he was mistakenly swept into its jaw during a sardine feeding frenzy last month. I like how they had to make it a point to say mistakenly as if somebody would do this on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like during sardine season, you know, they just come through and, yeah. you know, they're the vacuums of the sea. And we've yeah. talked about that before. I mean, that's terrifying. I, yeah. I don't want any part of that. That's what you get for snorkeling. If you're going to, <laughs> if you're going to go deep sea diving, go all the way. Don't just snorkel. Gosh, uh, pansy. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to Florida. I don't know about you. Well, you know what? I don't know if you can even snorkel in the water there anymore, because if I remember correctly, it's turning green now or something and all these dead fish are showing up. Great. Yeah. So fantastic. I mean, how could we not just ruin all of our all of the beautiful nature around us? I used to vacation in Florida now. They say if you vacation long enough at Florida in Florida, you become Florida man (laughs) (laughs) with the powers to do crazy shit. That is going to do it for us this week, folks. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you for listening at home. But I want to say special thanks to all of our patrons and our arbiters of awesomeness. Josh Brown, Kevin Austin, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, Donnie Reese, Matt Knight, and our executives of excellence, Josh Braboni, Dan Anthony, Edwin Callister, Renee, and Devin Dias. We thank you all for your support. If you want to join the Flux Legion on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash Flux to Post. It's a great site. Check us on Discord. Check the show notes, guys. Enter that March giveaway. We want to give you some cool swag at the end of the month. And stay tuned to our social media presence because we will announce the Netflixation as well as put those polls up there for the next Flex to Pose radio theme. You won't want to miss that. So, on behalf of myself, on yes. behalf of Lucas, thank you guys again for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. I was gonna say something witty. I got nothing. I thought. Sorry, guys. I thought we were gonna get an errand. <laughs> well, I I kind of thought about it, but yeah. not today. Bye.